0: I believe the hope of the world is a local church because you can cut electricity off and we can still meet. You can take our buildings away, you can still meet. You can take us off the radio and off television and cut cut our satellite feeds off and the local church can still meet. You can take away our cell phones, the local church can still meet. It's happening that way all over the world. It's what Christ came to institute. He instituted the church, universal when you get saved, you become part of the universal church everywhere in time and space on this planet. But if you're going to grow in Christ, you need to be part of a local body of believers. If you're here visiting today, we are thrilled to have you. If this is where the Lord wants you to be planted, we pray the Lord would confirm that to you. But if the Lord's leading you elsewhere, we pray that we are an oasis in your spiritual journey, in your pursuit of the will of God, and that you do find a place to get committed where we can get to know one another. Well, I think there's too many local churches in Granbury. Well, I really believe Granbury has one church, but many expressions. There's churches that have small groups. So a big church may have a 100 small groups. One church, a 100 small groups. Well, so it is in the universal realm. There's one church in our city, but many small groups. And we are one of many groups in this area. And so we pray for God's blessing on all the groups in the city. That he help us all be cooperative and all encourage each other. Our church is very involved in the Lake Granbury Ministerial Alliance. In fact, we're hosting their monthly luncheon here this Wednesday. As often as I can go, I meet with pastors every Thursday morning. So we want to do our part. The hope of the world, I believe, is a local church. We're living in the last days. And I can tell right now I'm going to, I'm not going to get to my sermon. Turn with me to Hebrews chapter 13 the last chapter of Hebrews, the last few verses. The context is talking about Jesus as our sacrifice who died outside the camp. He didn't die in the temple. He died outside the borders of Jerusalem. He died outside the city for the sins of the world. Verse 13 says, Therefore let us go to him outside the camp bearing his reproach. For here we have no continuing city, but we seek the one to come. Here we have no continuing city, but we seek the one to come. How many's driven through the Metroplex lately? It would be a nice place if they ever got it finished. There's always traffic jams and construction and things going wrong. We don't have an eternal city. Buildings have to be upgraded. Things have to be removed. The stadium got blown up recently intentionally. The Cowboy Stadium is no more. Now there's a new one in Arlington. Always changing because man is looking for heaven, I believe. And we're attempting to create as close a thing to heaven as we can in the earth, all to no avail. Look at what's happening. World Magazine published a report from the catastrophes that happened in the earth last year. On January 9th, the Department of Agriculture declared 597 counties... In 14 states, disaster areas due to drought and heat. How many remember we used to have a lake? January 15th, two explosions rock a university in Aleppo, Syria, killing more than 80 students. January 16th, al-Qaeda-linked terrorists attack and take control of a natural gas field in Algeria, killing at least 37 civilians. February 8th, terrorist murder Nine female polio vaccinators in health centers in northern Nigeria. February 15th, a meteorite explodes over Russia, raining down fireballs and causing a shockwave that damages buildings and injures more than a thousand people. February 28th, a sinkhole in Florida swallows a man and most of his house. Not to be recovered. March 8th, a mob sets fire to a Christian community in Lahore, Pakistan, burning 100 homes and forcing the residents to flee. April 2nd, flash flooding in Argentina leaves at least 54 people dead and destroys thousands of homes. April 15th, two pressure cooker bombs explode near the finish line during the Boston Marathon, killing three and injuring more than 170 people, maiming some of them. April 17th, An explosion at a fertilizer plant in West Texas kills 14 and injures 150 and destroys a school and dozens of homes. April 19th, heavy downpours swell rivers and streams and creeks, causing flooding across the Midwest. April 24th, an eight-story garment factory in Bangladesh collapses, killing more than a 1,000 people. May 5th, terrorists in Tanzania set off an explosion in a church, killing two people and injuring 60. May 15th, a series of tornadoes hit Hood County and destroy over 50 Habitat for Humanity homes. May 20th, a tornado levels Plaza Towers Elementary School in Moore, Oklahoma, and destroys homes for miles. May 25th and 26th, terrorists burn three Nigerian churches and vandalize a clinic in Borno State. June 28th, a lightning strike near Yarnell, Arizona starts a fire that kills 19 firefighters and destroys 200 homes. July 6th, a Boeing 777 at San Francisco's airport crashes and kills three Chinese students. A train derails in Quebec, killing 47 passengers. July 22nd, al-Qaeda militants storm Abu Ghraib prison, freeing 500 to 600 prisoners, including many top-level al-Qaeda operatives. July 27th, Egyptians endure one of their deadliest days of upheaval since their 2011 election in clashes and leaving more than 72 people dead. August 15th, the death toll soars above 600 after Egyptian security forces and armored vehicles and bulldozers destroy two encampments. August 21st, a chemical attack in Syria leaves thousands of people dead. September 16th, gunman Aaron Alexis kills 12 people at the Washington Navy Yard. Y'all remember when these things were happening? (laughs) September 22nd, Islamic militants continue a four-day massacre at the upscale Westgate Mall in Nairobi, Kenya, leaving 72 people dead. Other killers killed more than 80 and injured 150 worshipers at All Saints Church in Peshawar, Pakistan. September 24th, An earthquake strikes southwestern Pakistan, killing at least 400 people. September 26th, Boko Haram militants storm villages in Guozo, Nigeria, burning two churches and killing a pastor. Three days later, they attack an agricultural college, killing nearly 80 people. October 3rd, a boat packed with about 500 African migrants catches fire and sinks off the southern coast of Italy, leaving more than 300 dead. October 21st, A student opens fire at Sparks Middle School in Sparks, Nevada, killing one teacher and injuring two students before killing himself. October 22nd, Massachusetts student Philip Chisholm, 14 years old, kills Danvers High School teacher Colleen Ritzer. October 24th, a Nigerian Army offensive kills 74 militants. October 29th, the U.N. confirms a polio outbreak in Syria. November 1st, gunman Paul Clancy opens fire at the Los Angeles International Airport, killing a TSA agent. November 3rd, North Korean leader Kim Jong-un orders a public executions of 80 people for minor offenses such as possessing Bibles. November 8th, Typhoon Halyan strikes the Philippines, flattening entire towns and leaving at least 5,500 dead. December 1st, a New York commuter train derails, killing four people. And I'm going to stop. Here we find no continuing city. Disaster after disaster after disaster. But we seek one to come. Jesus was asked, what would be the sign of your coming? And he said, there will be wars and rumors of wars. There will be earthquakes and famines. Nation will rise against nation. There will be pestilences or diseases in the land. All kinds of chaos. But the end is not yet. He goes on to say, this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the world as a witness and then shall the end come. And the gospel of the kingdom involves not getting people to pray a repeat after me prayer. It involves making disciples of Jesus. And that is done through the local church. So we encourage you to recognize that all the things the world tempts us with are temporary things. They're going to burn up. Our homes could be raided right now. and Everything we own to our name be stolen, burned down. Everything, Pastor, are you exaggerating? Everything could be stolen. I know a man in Houston, when he was gone, some people dressed up as movers, backed in a moving van and cleaned his house out. Now, it was known by the neighbors that he was planning on moving. So they thought, okay, he's having movers move him. Didn't know it was professional thieves. There's never been a day like our day. A day in which to have our affections set on things above and not on things beneath. Enjoy his blessings. Enjoy his abundance. But recognize the greatest riches of all can never be taken from us. And that's a relationship with the Almighty God. Here we have no continuing city, but we seek one to come whose builder and maker is God where there will be no more sickness, no more sorrow, no more tears where the Lamb is the light. There will be no more night where we'll be known as we are known. It's an old Southern Gospel song. I'm looking for a city where the Lamb is the light. We're looking for that. This isn't it. But we are citizens of that city already, having not been there. My sister had a baby. Her and her husband had a child in Africa as missionaries. That child was born a U.S. citizen. There were some formalities, papers to fill out to make it official, but there was no application for citizenship for their child that was born on foreign soil. We have been born again, citizens of heaven. The paperwork has been taken care of. The deal has been sealed. You are a citizen of heaven and you are an ambassador of that kingdom in this kingdom. And we never forget that. And we never forget that. An ambassador is someone who represents a kingdom or a nation inside the borders of another. We have dual citizenships. America doesn't like it when citizens have dual citizenships. When you come here and become an American, you're to renounce your previous citizenship. Yvette did that. She renounced her citizenship in Rhodesia to become a U.S. citizen. But in terms of the kingdom, spiritually speaking, we have a dual citizenship. We are Americans by birth naturally, but we are Havinians, not Hellions. Havinians by virtue of the second birth, our new birth. Here we have no continuing city, but we seek one to come. You looking forward to that city? We don't want to be so heavenly minded. We're of no earthly good, but we don't want to be so earthly minded. We're no heavenly good. There's a balance in this thing. While we're here, we're to be an influence. Wherever God has called you to work, and raise your children and serve the purposes that you have, that God has given you, exercising your gifts, physically, financially, and and in every way. We're to be a light. If you make tacos, you're making tacos for Jesus because you're living under his authority. So look beyond the paycheck. Look for the reward. When one day we'll stand before the Master who will say, Well done, my good and faithful servant. Here we have no continuing city. Things can be here one day and go on the next. But we've got a treasure in heaven where moths cannot erupt and rust cannot eat away. Let's keep heaven, in our sights at all times, serving the purposes that God has for us. Your physical world may fall apart, but you don't have to. Because we're looking for a city whose builder and maker is God. And we pray. Lord Jesus, we thank you for your goodness and your mercy. Lord, we thank you that the local church is an institution to serve the needs of humanity. May we be faithful to do our part in this community and in the earth to be a help and an aid. In the midst of all this destruction, Lord, may we follow those things as though they were plows, planting seeds of the gospel everywhere we go. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord God Almighty cause His face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord lift up His countenance upon you and give you His peace. In these temporary circumstances, temporary cities, may we always be mindful to have our affection set on the one that is above. In Jesus' name. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we also have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen.